Scottsdale mom. It's been a while since we've heard Scottsdale mom at home. Coyotes get a huge, crucial win over the Nashville Predators at Mullet Arena to take this one home. Still relevant. Still relevant. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show. Don't forget to hit that like button. Mullet Magician, he's on deck. He's waiting in the wings. It's been a long time. Got to get those likes up, though. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's go. And leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Hero with Petey. We got Danielle behind the mat. Craig calling from Mullet Arena shortly. Petey, that was a huge win for the Coyotes. (sighs) It's almost a sense of relief. Yeah. Like this one, and, and and right when you think, oh, they got this one in the bag. Maybe not so much. They don't do that. Like, why do they do that? Okay, let's just, one second. Well, should we start there? The Coyotes cannot score empty net goals. And it's been a thing all season long. Like, everybody knows it. They can't freaking score. And then Carcone hits the post on the empty net. That just, like, sometimes it's like, oh, bummer, they missed it, whatever, they're using up time. No, because Nashville scores with a minute 16 left, and all of a sudden, they're swarming at the end. They could tie it. Like, we've seen this happen before multiple times this year in the National Hockey League that teams score in the final seconds of the game. This game is so important in the point standing. So, I, I'm, this is a message to Michael Carconi and Dylan Gunther. That little pass play between the blue lines in the neutral zone, we don't need it. We don't need it. I don't give a shit if it's your buddy. We got to get everybody a point. Everybody loves everybody and everybody wants to get a point. Score. Michael Carconi has the puck wide between the blue lines. Two goal lead with an empty net. I'm sorry, Dylan Gunther. You're my friend, but I'm going to be selfish and get a point. You know who would have been selfish on the ice? Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller ain't passing to anybody right there. Clayton Keller's shooting. Carcone drives wide on that play. Get over the blue line, shoot and score. Game's over. It's four to one. Saros goes back in the net. We can start celebrating early. Oh, my God. Please don't do that again. Thank you. Uh, Carcone's attempt on the empty net almost made me go postal. Uh, sorry, not sorry for the pun. That's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I that, that's, that might be all the negative I bring out. It might yeah. be. It was a, it was a big win. And, and you look back at this game, the first 10 minutes were all Predators. They came out storming. And it's funny. I know I heard, uh, you know, in the broadcast today, the, the Coyotes come home late from Vancouver and they didn't get home until 430 in the morning. All that is true. But Nashville was in L.A., played at the exact same time. I know they got here a little bit earlier, but 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 it's not that big of an excuse. So Nashville didn't skate yesterday. They didn't have morning skate today. So I expected them to be a sluggish. They were good the first 10. Nashville came out firing. They looked good. They got to the net hard. And again, that's when you need your goaltender to be good. And Connor Ingram, I th- thought, was great in the first 10 minutes. And and that's how long it took for the Coyotes to get their legs underneath them. And then they played great for the next 50 minutes. I think that first 10 was Nashville. From then on, other than the last two minutes, was, was all Coyotes. And so you just needed your goalie to make some big saves to get you there. And then the legs got underneath them for the Coyotes. I think this was a good game for a lot of individual players. And I know we're going to get to that later. But as a team... Huge, huge, huge win at home. Huge. huge. They lose to Nashville here, and this one's tough. Yeah. And and now in the standings, you you move up, you tie yourself with with a couple of teams. So it was a huge win. It's funny because after that first period, you said that was a great road period, except yeah. for they're at home. And it, but you know what? With the travel that they came in, it almost was yeah. in a sense a road period with getting back at three thirty in the morning, not getting to bed till pretty much the morning on Friday morning yeah. and then have a quick turnaround to a matinee. Um, so yeah, crucial game. We'll get into all the details, but let's first start with the numbers presented by desert financial credit union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. 
Nashville outshot the Coyotes 33 to 26. Like you mentioned, they really outshot them to start with the Coyotes, you know, storm back. Lots of penalties for the Coyotes in this one. Uh, Nashville one for six on their power play. Roman Yossi capitalizing. Coyotes 0 for 2 on theirs. Faceoffs. This is an improvement from last game. Coyotes actually won the faceoffs 53% of the time to Nashville's 47. We highlight that because of how horrific those stats were in the last game. And then shot attempts, Nashville had 71 to the Coyotes 59. The one thing that jumps out at me, and, and again, we're talking about the six minor penalties that the Arizona Coyotes took. Uh, most of them were stick fouls, and you want to stay away from that stick fouls. you got to keep your feet moving, get your stick down. Um, but the one that really hurts and drives us all oh. crazy. Too many men. Too many men. You're supposed to have five, Stop. five plus the goalie. That's it. That and the empty nets are just going to. And so we always say it's not the 11-7. It's not the 11-7. It's not the 11-7. That we've heard that from Coach Andre Turney several times. Not the 11-7. Well, today, the, the player that goes offsides was Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller was double shifting on every. But Clayton Keller played the whole game. Like basically, oh my if, God. If, the, if a play was going on, Clayton Keller's on the ice. So he's the guy jumping over the boards all the time on the 11-7. Kraus was headed toward the bench, I guess, kind of toward the bench. Keller's like, it's a three on two. I want to get out there. So I'm going to jump over the boards. It's time. And so he jumps over the boards, takes another too many men on the ice penalty. I, I, it's two years of this, of the too many men on the ice penalty. And, and it's, it's unfortunate because it, it could have been a key point in this game to take a penalty that late that really mattered. Unfor- or, you know, fortunately for the Coyotes, they kill it off. And their penalty kill w- was five for six today. Except for the Yossi goal, um, but you can't you can't do it to yourself. This team has done it to themselves way too many times. Yeah. So I'm glad they were able to forego that. But when we talk about Clayton Keller double shifting, yeah, he actually led all Coyotes in time on ice, and that is more more than any more defenseman. All the, defenseman. all the skaters he led time on ice twenty three forty three. The next highest was Mosier with twenty three oh six. And normally those are the type of numbers you see for a defenseman. Yeah. So to see that for a forward minutes. is insane. But Alex Kerfoot twenty twenty. So lots of minutes. And the one thing about Kerfoot that he always does too is Kerfoot, he kills penalties and he's, he's getting the power play time. So he's double dipping to get that extra ice time. Keller doesn't kill much. And, and so when you see those kind of numbers, that's unbelievable. So thank goodness they have tonight off. They'll, I'm sure they'll take tomorrow off. No, now. they're not. They're not? Oh, well now. They're scheduled to practice tomorrow. Are they tomorrow. scheduled to practice tomorrow? They're scheduled to. Okay, so we'll, well see. But even if they practice, they don't play a game yeah. until Monday. So they won't have a morning skate. But, but the, he played a lot of minutes. And I thought he was more engaged the more minutes he played. And and sometimes you see all that that amount of ice time, you're going to see a guy get tired out and not be as effective. Clint Keller looked really good today. And, and I think he I unfortunately just misses the hat trick. We we all thought oh, here that, that, that breakaway. We were, oh, oh. we were ready to throw the hats into the ring and he just misses it. He was outstanding today at his 23 minutes. Um, and he, he keeps up the pace as the team leader with points. Let's. Park a few minutes to talk about Clayton Keller because he deserves some flowers. Um, He was phenomenal in this game. He was the Coyote's best player, maybe besides Connor Ingram with his two goals, his 18th and 19th. With his 18th, he passed Lawson Krause for the team lead in goals, gets 19 at the end of the night. He's now tied with Jeremy Roenick for fourth most goals in Coyote's history. That's not... Not franchise history, but, but in Coyotes. Coyotes history. I believe it's ninth in franchise, wow. which is still really impressive. Yeah, impressive. Um, just crazy stats to be a part of. And as you mentioned, almost had the hat trick, didn't play the most minutes on the ice. And for all those reasons, this one was 
clear and obvious to us that Clayton Keller has that desert dog in him tonight. Two goals plus two. All those minutes. Wow. He was just a part of like he was every other shift he, he was, was out and there. He was around it all night. And he too. yeah, he was around it. And even it was funny, like when they couldn't get a clear, you think, oh, just get a clear. And then who gets a clear? Clayton Keller. Like he's just that guy who steps up and does what needs to be done. So we already said he led all coyotes in ice time. The only player up for either time that had more was Roman Yossi, a defenseman yeah. on a team that was behind and they needed the goal. So uh, Yossi had a ton of ice time. And then did you see his shots on goal tonight? How many? Clayton Keller had nine oh shots on goal. Oh, my God. 12 attempts, nine shots on goal. Nine. That, that's that's incredible. For one game to have nine shots on goal, uh, the team had 26. Clayton wow. Keller had nine of that's them. That's like a third of them. Your math is, yeah. That's pretty good math, math for me. Good friends. I like um, this from Brandon, Clayton Killer. Yeah. Oh, that could be a thing. Yeah. I don't know if he's a killer. That's good, though. I like it, Brandon. He was good tonight. Five points back from OEL and Coyote's points history. Look at A-Root. Doing wow. And I think he's five goals back from Redeem Verbata in Coyote's goals. That's Craig has more of those stats. He, he was he great. But, but, but Leah, I have a question. Yes. We would talk about Clinton Keller being it's his fourth time going to the All-Star game yep. coming up here in a few weeks. Um, he's leading this team in goals and points. Yep. He is doing great things. But last year, he tied the he all-time points for an Arizona Coyote with Keith Kachuk with 86. Yep. There is no way that he is keeping pace with those numbers from a year ago. Petey, you might be surprised to learn that he is ahead of the pace. What? So we did a comparison. 44 games played this season versus last season. Through what? 44 games last season, the season he achieved that milestone, 15 goals, 23 assists, 38 points, minus 14. Through 44 games this point of this season, 19 goals, 22 assists, 41 points, minus 14. Plus minus the exact same, but three points He's ahead. ahead? He's three points ahead of the pace. He heard it here first. Well, yeah, maybe you didn't. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I think you heard it here. That's incredible. Because it, it was just a few weeks ago that we we're saying, well, he was close and he was around and he doesn't really feel like he's getting points. And then you start looking at his score sheet again. And this has the feel of what it did at the start of last year. We're like, oh, my God, he had two points again tonight or he had three points. He's always on the score sheet. He really does drive the offense for this team. And and I I, I hope for his sake, he, he gets more points with Nick Schmaltz and Barrett Hayton in the lineup. And right now, both those two guys are out of the lineup and he gets two so you're seeing it's not just a one-trick pony that he's able to do these things without his his leading teammates. So good for Clayton Keller. And to be on pace for the best offensive output of any player to ever wear a Coyotes jersey, that's phenomenal right now. So good on him. And, and just it's something we're going to keep tracking here at PHNX as the season goes on. So hats off to Clayton Keller. And um, he is the desert, desert dog in he here. He is. And it's funny because it, when we made him the dog, I felt like he hadn't been the dog in a while. Yeah, and it's you want him to be the you, you want do. him to be in the mix for dog every night when he's yep. your your team leader. He's your team leader in points, but he's also a leader in the locker room. He's part of that leadership committee. He's a guy yeah. that needs to lead by example. So you want him to be in the mix every night, and tonight he was, and he deserves his flowers for sure. Absolutely, and and I, he wasn't first star at the game. Who was? Who was first star? He said he should have been first star. We Re turned the TV off. Report back. So and was it Ingram? Might have been Ingram. Might have been Ingram. Uh, he was good. He was really good. The flowers, he deserves them. Because if you look at that push by the by the Predators, and we kind of joked about that empty net goal at 3-1, to one, 
But this this Nashville Predator team won. They can score goals, and and then the players they had on the ice, and the amount of points that you look between between Yossi, O'Reilly, Nyquist, and Forsberg, those guys are elite right now, and they're putting up ridiculous numbers over recent games. You cannot give them an extra player on the ice for an extended period of time, and that was three minutes with the pulled goalie where the Coyotes were unable to score. That's scary. Like this easily, if not for some great saves by Connor Ingram and one or two clears that you mentioned, they, I, they could have caught up yeah. in this game. Like yeah. th- this was, that's very fragile. So with, I, I, Connor Ingram getting the first star at the rink, which everybody's telling us. Yeah, I get it. I get it. If not for him in the last two minutes, yeah. this could have, could have gone to overtime. And it was so. interesting because the other night we were talking about who was going to be a net. It's like, even though he lost the last two, he, he's been really, really solid. So, you know, you got like, he, he, like the Coyotes play really well when he's in net. Like they know that they have a goalie who's going to stop pucks. And tonight he did so 31 saves on 33 shots, ended the night with a 939 save percentage on the night. So that's something you absolutely love to see from Connor Ingram. He deserves his flowers. And another guy who deserves his flowers is Michael Carcone, who finally scores for the first time since December 11th against the Buffalo Sabres 14 games ago, Michael Carcone finally gets his 15th goal of the season. That's got, even though he missed the empty net and we already gave him shit for missing the empty net, that's got to be a monkey off his back, especially after getting a healthy scratch the other night. Yeah, and he's a guy that you look through the first 15 games of the season, he was one of the leading offensive players on this team. And he led the team with 14 goals at one point, And then he went into a slump. And and you just you, you want to see him be more consistent, and I think that will happen over time. And I think he he's a guy who's got a really good shot. He's got good offensive instincts, and you just can see the sense of relief from him when he scores, like tonight's goal. And he's just it's like a you know a ton of bricks lifted off his shoulders. And it would have been nice to see him get that empty netter and finish with two goals on the night. But maybe now, with him getting this goal tonight, maybe he can go on a little bit of a run like he did earlier in the season. Yep, for sure. PD, let's take a look at what your keys were coming into tonight's game and see, you know, we always like to see if it's two or more or it's a win. Let's see how they did. Stop the top line. We already talked about how the the points of O'Reilly, Forsberg and Nyquist, they're elite. They were, they ended up getting of those two Nyquist, and Forsberg each get assists in this game, but they didn't run away with the game like they had in their most recent offensive game. So that was great. Under sticks, we talked about the, the, the Nashville's ability to shoot and get tips and screens in front of the net and the Coyotes' lack uh, of de- defending of those kind of plays and not being able to get under sticks and giving up too many tip and screen goals. I thought they did an outstanding job protecting Connor Ingram up until the pulled goalie when they're, you know, there's additional guy for the national putters. So I thought they did a great job defending in front of the blue paint today and get to the inside on the, on the offensive side of the puck. And if you go back and look at where those goals took place for the Arizona Coyotes, they're all within two feet of the blue paint. So I, I give them all three. And when you're three for three, you win the game. Yep. There you have it. It's, it's a it's magic. Just math. It's oh. just math. It's math, but it's also a little bit of magic. It is a little bit of and magic. And we still need to get some likes up for Shelby the magician. Did not, Shelby did not miss the magician. You did we not don't know mi- the trick. Oh my, oh my God. God. Danielle really came that. out with the Look at with that. the new leave a like graphics if you're listening oh on my. audio. You got to go over to wow. PHX for YouTube Somebody channel. Somebody did some work there. I don't even, like, that's really good. That's good stuff. That is good wow. stuff. I didn't do it. It was magic. Oh, it was oh. magic. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. It's really good stuff. Yeah, we, we I, I can't wait. And I, we might have to let Craig in on it. No, no, no. Well, like I like doing the magic when Craig gets here, but yeah. I think we need at least 50 we likes. More. We got to have 50 likes in the 38 middle. right now. There's way more than yeah, there's 38, 38 people. people. And it's a Saturday after Saturday afternoon sports day. I know people are slow on a Saturday afternoon sports day in, in a matinee game. Although we did decide and, and we put a call in and Gary an- did not answer his phone at the <laughs> NHL headquarters, but we did put a request in to make all 82 games a one o'clock yeah. matinee. Yeah. Because Lee and I love it. Danielle, not so much, but Lee and I love it. One o'clock, I feel like, is fine. One o'clock is fine. Yeah. But 11 a.m., you have a problem. Oh, no, 11 a.m. My problem is I'm I'm very dyslexic. And so I have read Manatee every single time. (laughs) We will no longer have. Uh, afternoon manatees. There was yeah, there was a comment up there yeah, the man, where the I manatee. was like, like big, man, big manatee dub. Big manatee I don't at the know mall. What that means yeah, oh, it's manatee. a matinee. Oh, big yeah. manatee at the mall. That might be worth a, a ticket. Right manatee. There. Actually, um, manatee would be a good team mascot. Like uh, the manatees. manatee at the mall. That that actually sounds like a good band name. It does. Manatee at the mullet. It does. Just saying. PHNX um, County's afternoon. Love it. Oh, but this, I, I, look how much energy I have. I know. Like buzzing. I'm, I'm buzzing. <laughs> I, I just feel, and I tell you what, this, this team I thought was buzzing too, and this is a huge win. I'm going to say it again. We're going to talk about how important this win is when you get in looking at the standings in the NHL. This is really important. And I, I have kept with the last one in five homestand, you started to get a concern watching them slip and slide out of the playoff contention and being relevant at all. Well, they're still hanging around and this was an important game and we're going to keep building and see if they can get another one at home. But this one was one of the ones that we said, you have to beat the teams around you. And Nashville was in, in, in the first overall wild card in the West. You have to beat that. Yeah, you absolutely do. A few other shout out, shout outs, Sean Dersey to assists plus three, his assist on that first Keller goal, like falling, Finorama, crazy. Dylan Gunther picks up the other assist, or I guess the primary assist, but Dursey made the play happen. Um, obviously, we talked about Keller already. Matias Michelli is someone who he's been a little bit quiet since he's been separated from his line mates, Lawson Kraus and Nick Bukestad, but he's gotten that some time on the top line there, um, and he gets an assist tonight. So good to see him getting points. And you liked Jack McBain's game tonight, too. Yeah, and I thought Jack McBain is another guy that. He, you just need to let him get on the ice and play. And I thought the first time you put him out there was Schmaltz and Keller in that first night. I thought he was a little more tentative, and I didn't think he played like a Jack McBain game. I think today he did. I think he was aggressive around the blue paint. I think he made a great pass to get the assist. I think he was very noticeable on the ice. And one of the things you want to look at who's playing well and who the coach has confidence in is who's on the ice in the last two minutes of a pulled goalie. And there are a couple of guys. McBain was out there right up till the buzzer. Like so, so you know he's got some trust in McBain defensively. Mm-hmm. He had veteran guys like Zucker and Keller out there. And, and I'll tell you this: Keller would not have been there two years ago okay, when the goalie was pulled and you're protecting the lead. Clayton Keller wouldn't have been out there, and that just shows how much Clayton Keller has matured as a player. That you trust him defensively in a moment like that. And another player that I think we have to mention in the defensive zone on a pulled goalie is Dylan Gunther. Yeah. And Dylan Gunther and, and Logan Cooley are out there with two minutes to go in a gold pulled goalie situation. And that speaks volumes to the trust in a coaching staff over those two young players. And those are the kind of moments that you can really learn from. Absolutely. Um, well, we got a comment from Bill, a deserved like from Australia. Thank you, Bill. What time is it in Australia? How does that work? It is probably... Like, you know this. You were there. I know, but I did it the other way because oh, I was there. because you were there. Bill, let us know what, what time, time it is. What time is it, Bill? But while you let us know what time it is, I will let everybody else know that you should uh, check out Desert Financial Credit Union. We know that Craig Morgan banks at DFCU. 
they've been around for more than 84 years. And not only do they have checking accounts like we've been promoting, but they also have savings accounts, do mortgages, loans, credit cards, investment options, and more. It's everything you can possibly need in a bank. And by the way, if you're a Sun Devil fan or a Cardinals fan, you get a personalized debit card. That's always a little fun bonus as well. Um, But check out Desert Financial Credit Union. They want to give you free money, basically. When you open a free checking account online, you get $200 in bonuses. Vagoda and our Discord just open an account. You absolutely love to see it. So you can get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. And Four Peaks is the official beer of PHNX. Sports aren't the same without a Four Peaks in hand. Four Peaks has a beer for every mood and every kind of weather, and that includes a cloudy Saturday sports day. I'm all about the malty caramel flavor of Kilt Lifter. The Scottish-style Amber Ale is four-peaks top-selling beer in the state. But there's also a new beer in this new year. And that's the Bad Birdie Juicy Golden Ale, a collab between Four Peaks and Bad Birdie. Super drinkable and the perfect companion for your tea box or in your fridge. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite beers and events. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Fruit four peaks pub to keep up with the latest at arizona's hometown brewery you must be 21 or older which i am because i just had a birthday <laughs> to drink four peaks just turned 21 too please enjoy responsibly <laughs> cheers pd that was mm. a good ad read i'm proud oh that's good on a saturday afternoon we got a 1 a.m in finland and 11 p.m in nine. manchester nine in the morning in australia unreal thanks so much for watching all over the world everyone um what in Kaupila. 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 yeah i like that Kaupila. That's it. like that's just a good hockey name. It is. Love it. Kaupala. Never mind. I'm sorry well, if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm, I'm pronouncing it how I want to. Turco. Oh, he's it's, from where Michelle is oh, from. Which is Michelle. Wow. The, the Finnish fettuccine. You love it. Um, all right. Well, it's 4:12 p.m. at Mullet Arena, which is where Craig is calling in from. Let's bring him in. It's Craig. What's up, guys? Hey, Craig Morgan. It's a big win for the Coyotes on a Saturday matinee. It it was a huge win, and uh, you'll. You'll hear that from everybody as we send you the clips. But yeah, I, I mean, we've talked about this. This is a team that was six points ahead of them when the night started. They needed a regulation win over the Nashville Predators. They need a win over the Pittsburgh Penguins on Monday as well. They got to win games now. They got to make up some ground. But they came with an effort in spite of just a brutal travel day. It sounded like people got – Clayton Keller said they got to bed at like 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, which is just insane. So yesterday was a waste. It was a complete waste. And you wake up and you're probably still like, where the hell am I? But they came with a good effort. I mean, I, I don't know that they had all of the energy that, that we've seen from, from them at other times this season, but they buckled down and they got an important win. Yeah, they absolutely did. And as you spoke, Craig, we just crossed the 50-like threshold, Uh-oh. which is what we Uh-oh. said we needed. Uh-oh. We haven't seen this guy in a while. I don't know how much stage fright he has right know. now. It's been It's been a long time, but Craig, do you want to see what the mullet magician has in store? I mean, is, is that a serious question? Is that rhetorical? Of let's course. Check, I mean. Let's check let's it out. Check it out. <laughs> the Coyotes do it again. More magic at the mullet. Now it's time for the mullet magician. We take the regular straw. We see the straw bandy. And then we go in for the magic words and we say, Abracabroni. And we break it in half. And we go, we go as fast as we can. We say, Abracamosure. And it's a back together. How did we do it? Wow. Just, I mean. But I, I, how does he do it? I'm simply dumbfounded. I, I just feel, I, I feel so bad for the audio <laughs> listeners on that one. I, I, how does he do it? 
Even with all that time off, Craig? <laughs> Craig is speechless. Okay. <laughs> Well, he, uh, he really dug deep into the bag of tricks for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you really got to Craig on that oh, one. Yeah. Here you go, Craig. It's magic. <laughs> no way. It is. It's magic. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, that's the way the Coyotes were today, and that's without <laughs> Nick Schmaltz in the lineup, which we all expected him to play today. Uh, a complete team effort. Very Clayton Keller, elite without his two former and most often seen line mates. He, he was exceptional today. Yeah, yeah. Andre talked about him saying he's playing his best hockey right now of the season. And I agree. And it's interesting that Nick Schmaltz is on the lineup while some of this is happening. And I just reported Nick Schmaltz is probably isn't going to play on Monday either. So, so much for hour to hour or even day to day. Andre even joked about it. We'll see after Monday if it is and still, if it's still day to day, because it's going to be like a week at this point. Um, but Clayton Keller has just turned it up. And that's what you need to see from your best players. I mean, you like to see it all the time, but especially in moments of crisis and mo- moments of great need, you need guys like that to step up. And he was spectacular tonight. Yeah, he absolutely was. We talked about him kind of in depth. He's ahead of the pace he was through 44 games at this point last season. Um, he, you know, you mentioned that he tied that record in Coyotes in Coyotes history and you know he's still rising the ranks in franchise history as well and you just want to see that from the guy who's your leading scorer you want to see him make an impact every night yeah I don't want to give away his quote but he had a funny thing to say when I asked him about pulling into a tie with Jeremy Roenick for fourth all time among uh, Coyotes goal scorers so we'll just we'll let the clip speak for itself when you guys finally get that and put it out on social media but but yeah, he again. They needed efforts from their best players. Matias Michelli, I thought was pretty good. He, he had a slow start to this game, but I thought he was pretty good as well. Michael Carcone gets off the Schneid. That was uh, he. He talked about. I know you're going to ask me about this anyway, so I'll roll right into it. He talked about the emotional roller coaster that the past month has been. He hasn't had a goal. He hadn't scored since December 11th. He was out of the lineup a bit. And he said, "Look, you can you you can look around and blame other people. You can say, oh, it's the coach or it's it's my line mates.' He said, "I just had to look at myself and and find it again." I think he would have really liked to have that empty net goal where he posted as well because this game got a little interesting when Gustav Nyquist had the game-tying goal on his stick right in the slot. But Michael Carcone is back, and Andre talked about that line specifically. He said it was their best line tonight. They brought energy, and man, did this team need energy after, as we talked about, the difficult travel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we already kind of talked about Connor Ingram as well, but – Another really solid performance from him. And we didn't know if he would go in tonight just because of the the travel yeah. turnaround. But he had a really, really solid game tonight. P and I guess wrong again. Th- thinking load management. It'll be Vimelka and n- nope. I mean, on, on the flip side, I, I think we both agreed. And all of us agreed that they should probably ride him if they can, if he feels good. Because he's playing elite, uh, elite uh, hockey right now. And where is this team tonight, by the way? In the first few minutes of this game, if Connor Ingram isn't there playing great goaltending, because they get a they get a power play, they had like six or seven shots right off the hop. If Nashville gets a lead, that changes the complexion of this game completely. So I thought he was critical early, and then I mean, you look at the shot total again. He, he's he's just playing at another level. Ride him as much as you can right now. 
Yeah, he bookended this game. Like the first 10 minutes yeah. and the last three minutes were all Connor Ingram. And, and it, it, again, goes to what we've said before about him recently. This team, at, at where they're at on the on the precipice of the playoffs, you have to ride your hot goalie. And, and the hot goalie for the Arizona Coyotes right now is Connor Ingram. He's the top 10 goalie in the entire league. You have to ride him unless there's a back-to-back or a three and four or one of those situations. Right now, they don't play till Monday night. It is Saturday afternoon. I, I I don't know how you can come back with any other goaltender Monday night against the Pittsburgh Penguins than Connor Ingram. Yeah, I agree completely. Play him against Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I agree. You just have to ride the... And listen, they have a back-to-back middle of next week, so then you can put Veggie sure. in one of those games. But while he's hot, ride him. That's what they did in that crazy winning streak yeah. they had, and, and it paid dividends for them. Yep. So you, you got you to gotta keep it up with him. Um, Craig, the Coyotes... Historically, there's teams like Pittsburgh and Boston that they don't have success against, but Nashville is one of the teams that they historically do have success against. Yeah, they came into tonight with the fifth that, that against the Nashville Pre- Predators. They had their fifth highest points percentage all time. Um, but you know, and PD and I have been around for these. The Coyotes haven't won many playoff series in their history. Two of their three playoff series wins huh. come against the Nashville Predators for okay. some reason. They just have this team somewhere. They've beaten them both times this season as well. So that's good because they're chasing this team right now. But I don't know why they have the Preds number, but they have the Preds number. It's funny, too, because when you look at the Nashville Predators early in the season, preseason, I said this team wasn't was going to finish just outside the playoffs. I didn't think they were going to have a great year. I didn't yeah. think Ryan O'Reilly fit into their mix. I was wrong. That, that top line has been absolutely elite for this team. Um, they've been able to carry this team offensively for quite a while, and that's why they're still where they are right now. Um, I still think they're going to be a team that's outside the playoffs looking in when, when everything finally shakes out. Can the Coyotes be there? I, they have to play more hockey like this, and they have to be more consistent on their creating their offense. But, yeah, I, I do still see the Arizona Coyotes can get above the Nashville Predators in the standings. Yeah. Craig, we weren't there tonight, but it was 90s night. And, uh, you know, Petey and I, we really want those bucket hats. We'll talk about the jerseys a little later, but... You might get them. You might get them. Danielle had a very, like, in-tune ear to the music being played Uh at Mullet Arena. And? Danielle, there were some bangers. It was throwing me off. I wasn't expecting to ever hear any of those songs in, in the arena. They had, like... Go go Power Rangers and and yeah the chicken dance the, they had the Macarena yeah. and yeah a band and that nobody nobody's ever heard of Big Bad Voodoo nobody Daddy which I never yeah, thought yeah, I would yeah, hear yeah. in public which is nobody awesome could remember how to do the Macarena when they put it on by the way nobody could yeah. remember because why because it was a you know it was a pop song and that's why by the by the way I went back to the suits tonight it's the first suit I've worn in a long while and it's nineties night it was just a coincidence I didn't think oh it's nineties night I got to put on my suit. Connor Ingram chirped me when I walked into the dressing room tonight. I didn't hear it because I was hurrying to get to Clayton Keller's interview. So he waited outside the dressing room and just said to me, just because it's 90s night doesn't mean you had to put on your 90s suit, Craig. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) When you said it was your first suit, you literally didn't mean it was your first (laughs) suit. It's just the first time you've worn a suit. That is that is low blow from Connor. That Ingram. is unreal. Like, like walking out of the room completely un, like, unsuspecting, like just, wow, just taking shot strays, down. shot down. Exactly. That's exactly what strays. happened. But you know what? With the music tonight, getting back to Danielle's point, you know, I, I had I had some problems with the '90s. Were 
a big part of my growing up. I was in my 20s. I was still cool then. At least I thought I was. I went to Chosen a lot of the music. A lot of the music tonight was really pop and, and a lot of like one hit wonders or, yeah, you know that music. That That's not going to last. That's not going to stand the test of time. I wanted more grunge, PD. I wanted more REM. I wanted more of my music, but I didn't get it tonight. You didn't so get it? I just, I yeah. didn't get it. I, I mean, you and I are similar age and we, you know, they're in our twenties. We had a lot of fun in the nineties. I would have liked to have, I, I do have a nineties dance mix on my, on my See, playlist. You I would have not one. have heard much of it tonight. And, and you, if you had been in the broadcast booth tonight, however, you could have heard two old guys, me and Doug Cannon, just bitching about the nineties music that was being played tonight. Oh, cause it wow. wasn't that. It, it wasn't our music yet. So. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, hey Craig, before it, I, I don't know when he's leaving. But well, I don't, okay. Is it soon? No, go for it. I just want to tell him and his wife, Tara, thanks for the cake. Oh, yeah. I, I, and here, we, so I just have one. This is way off base for a post-game show. This is more of a fun day Friday question. Uh-oh. I took the rest of the cake home. My wife and I had another piece last night and made had a spoonful of it this morning. Okay, yeah. maybe. Maybe. So now they, It's Heidi's birthday today, yeah, by the way. It's her birthday today. Oh, so. happy birthday, Heidi. Yeah. Okay. So there's remnants of the cake left. We, we, we discarded of the remnants. It's just the outside. Then we washed the pan. And here's the question to my wife. Well, let's wash the pan. She goes, we can wash, but Craig's going to wash it anyway. He's just going to wash it anyway. And so I don't know the appropriate cake pan etiquette. Wash the pan. But I'm going to wash the pan. But Craig might wash it again, but okay. it doesn't mean that you should Would you it. wash it again? I'd wash I, it again. I'd wash it again. Yeah, so would I. Okay. But I would want it back yeah. to me clean. But back to you clean, but you'd still yes. wash yes. it again. Because my dishwasher clearly is not as good as yours. Wait, That's is it in your dishwasher? It isn't yet. Don't put it in the dishwasher. Okay. <laughs> Hand wash it. There, there, I, there's there's we a story have behind this pan. This is, this is my wife's mother's pan. This is a really old pan that they used to make this same cake. They called it puddle cake. Okay. Like when they were kids. So this this pan has a lot of history. And it's <laughs> <up the window. laughs> texting my wife <laughs> right, now. right now. Don't put it in the dishwasher. Do uh, not. I'll never hear the end of it. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm going to do it for sure. I think I'm kidding. I swear oh to God, that's gosh. what I'm typing. So Thanks, Craig. Funny. Sorry to derail the post-game show. Um, no, I'm sure people came just for this. Yeah. But w while we're discussing the 90s, I do want to get everybody's opinions on these 90s throwback jerseys that the Coyotes had for auction. A few players walked in wearing them. Um, they, For those listening on audio or haven't seen them, they're kind of purple with kind of that 90s like skater, like you know, what are those places called? Skater, like where skate you go? Parks? Yeah, skate roll, parks, roller oh, skating. Well, I think roller skating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of oh, the, roller rink. Yeah, yeah roller rink. Yeah. That's the word. Kind of that vibe. I think they're really fun and cool. Beauty. Yeah. Huh. Eh. <laughs> Clip art. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, I, I, purple's my favorite color. Uh, no, I would not wear that. But I'm not the demographic, so I wouldn't wear it art. either. But I think it's cool. Yeah, fine. Espo yeah. would wear it. Espo, oh, would Espo would absolutely Espo wear that. Espo commented in our Slack that he wants it. I remember, I they just, they gave me flashbacks to like 90s Taco Bell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that yes. was fun. That's perfect. That's so it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You nailed Cr it. Christian said I wasn't alive in the 90s. Christian. Okay. I was, I was even alive, in, alive the in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> It, okay, uh, thank, hey, Christian, did Leah hire you to say that tonight? So that I know, just to rub it in. Throw more age shade at us. Jesus. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, Ageism is alive and well goodness. at PHNX. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. All right, Craig, anything else before we let you go? I'm good, guys. Just happy they're back in the win column. We can talk about a team that's still in the race. Yep. Go enjoy your Saturday night, Craig. You too, guys. Yep. All right. We'll see you. See, see ya. you Monday. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, it is. You know, it's still the day is still young. I know. It's exciting. Maybe uh, fun 
a Saturday night. You do you. Playoffs are on too. Yeah, NFL playoffs big are TVs. on. Big TV, sports book. People. Restaurants. Gambling. Gambling. Fun. Fun. I've seen the commercials. There's people dancing. I won't be dancing. We're, of course, talking about Gila Gold River. Ice cream. Resorts and casinos. Please, favorite. Oh, my goodness. With locations pool area when it's all pending? over the valley. I mean, I can't see why not. You can. I just don't know if I would. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. You know what? I think the high was like 70 today, oh, okay. so not bad. Um, but you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. They obviously have their state of the art gambling floor. They have amazing restaurants, the sports book, like we mentioned, and the giant TV screens. What better place to watch the NFL playoffs this weekend? So you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playathila.com for more details but while you're betting betmgm is the official sports book of phnx what better time to download the betmgm sportsbook app than on a busy sports saturday nfl playoffs are heating up college basketball is mid-swing and the nhl is another day closer to the playoffs and sports is more and more fun when you have some skin in the game so in honor of super bowl 58 sign up for the betmgm using bonus code phnx place your first betmgm Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app. For at least $5, you will receive $158 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wagers outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now, listen to our friend Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. All right, Petey. Well, that was a huge win, like Craig mentioned. Still in it. Um, it's weird that, for that the Coyotes have the day game because now there's a slate of games tonight. Because normally we're, yeah. you know, the end of the night. You can say, yeah. oh, where, where does this put them in the standings? But there's still some games tonight, you know, to keep our eyes on. And even though this didn't move the Coyotes into a wild card spot, they're now third uh, in that wild card. Tied with Calgary yeah, and Seattle. Tied yeah. with Calgary and Seattle. Seattle plays Toronto tomorrow. Um, sorry, LA has kind of been on the downturn. Coyotes have them within their sights, just three points away. So just an absolutely massive win because it could have been Arizona with 45 points and Nashville with 53 at the end of tonight. Instead, it's Arizona with 47 and Nashville with 51. So just a huge win all around in the standings. And it's funny, though, you talk about the importance of that Calgary game. And now they're tied in points to Calgary. Those three points that they lose to Calgary are just massive Ugh, right now yeah. so the, those really hurt so now the only they can do is they got to win hockey games and so you're gonna have to win some games you're not expected to win in the upcoming uh, road trip to the east coast and, and you've got to beat the pittsburgh penguins at home it has to start there um they're still around it it is almost the all-star break and the coyotes are still relevant so to sit here and think on january 20th that my goodness the coyotes are still relevant looking for a playoff spot uh, good on them yeah, and let's just take a quick look at the upcoming schedule. Um, you mentioned Pittsburgh on Monday, and then that terrifying East Coast trip to Florida, Tampa. That's in a back-to-back. At least the travel is not bad there. And then Carolina on Saturday. Uh, yeah, just a, a tough road trip coming up for the Coyotes. And, you know, this was a must-win. This was the first step of a must-win. I know Pittsburgh kind of has their number, but that's another must win, especially at home and especially with what they gave up and left on the table in this road trip and what they left on the table in their last five-game homestand, too. Yeah, and I think what's, what's critical when you look at this, you got to be Pittsburgh to start this trip, and then you're going to have to find a way to win points. And and I know that there's some tough buildings there. Tampa's a tough building for this team. Carolina's been a, traditionally a tough building for this team. You're going to have to find a way to win points. you got to get points on this road trip. You can't come back from this trip 0-3. 
Yeah, I, I think if you come back 0-3, you're going to really find yourself behind the eight ball against some of these teams that are continually winning. So you've got to get points, even if that's getting yourself to overtime and getting a point out of one of these games. But I think you need to find a win. I, 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 if they can come back with three points out of this trip, it's a huge, huge road trip for them. So keep your eye on it, but it starts on Monday night against Pittsburgh and a must win. Yep, absolutely. Uh, well, Craig alluded to Clayton Keller's response when asked about tying Jeremy Roenick uh, in Coyotes history with goal scoring. So let's take a listen to what Clayton Keller had to say. Much, but your place in Coyotes franchise history. You moved into a tie with Jeremy Roenick for the fourth most goals in Coyotes franchise history tonight. Do you think about that at all? Does it mean anything to you? No, not at all. I mean, I mean, not until um, you know number one. So uh, you know, it's it's uh, you know it's been great playing here. I've you know played with so many great players, great coaches. Um, you know, the training staff, uh, you know, equipment guys. They've all sacrificed so much um, for me, and I uh, couldn't be more thankful for them. And um, right now, you know, the most important thing is, you know, getting, you know, this team to, to the playoffs and playing meaningful games and, and fighting, you know, hard till the end. I love that. Not in, doesn't matter to me till I'm Tough number first. one. But then ends the answer by talking about the team and also yeah. acknowledging all the people to help him get there. That's yeah. that's a quintessential hockey player answer. But also not, you know, Clayton Keller. He's a good guy. Yeah. So it's a, I'm, I'm curious to see how far he can make it on that list. Yeah. Like it, it's... Um, He's got a lot left in him and he's playing his best hockey right now. Yeah, and that's like with the last two years and no offense, but not the greatest teams. And that's with all yeah. these guys in the pipeline coming up. I mean, like the best is yet to come for the Yeah, I, I think when you look at some of the success that this franchise has had and you talk about Kachuk and Ronek being on that list, those were teams that were getting at 100 point seasons and they were winning a lot of hockey games. And right now I think it, Keller's got to get through this rebuild. And once he gets through it, you're going to see this team getting into those kind of points and, and getting into the high 90s and 100 point seasons. And once you do that, then he's clearly going to have more offensive output. So it's great to see him getting that kind of success. Absolutely. Um, well, that's... Our thoughts on the game will we'll come back at the end, but there's a few things that we want to talk about. The first thing is that tomorrow, Sunday, is the fourth annual Skating for Layton event um, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Mountain America Stadium in Tempe. It's not too late to donate. It's not too late to get your tickets. ArizonaCoyotes.com slash Skating for Layton. I think it's just $20 for general admission, a little bit more if you're going to skate, um, but I'm sure that Lawson Kraus and Butterpig Kraus will be there, Claire as well, um, and a few of the other Coyotes players. But just a great cause. If you watched the Coyotes broadcast tonight, you saw, you know, the Accardos talking about this event and talking about their daughter Layton. And, you know, she's just such an important part of this team. So, you know, go out and, and support the family and support the cause and support women's and girls hockey in Arizona as well. Just a, a really yeah, great event. Yeah, if you event. can support it, do support it. And I got one quick little Layton Accardos story. I was there when she actually said her, her famous line, you know um have fun play hard and mm -hmm. she was so nervous she didn't know what to say and the coach said well say something mm -hmm. and the talk said say something and she's uh, she did it at a team meeting terrified and she said and skate hard and everybody just cheered and it became her slogan yeah. and, and from that moment on she'd pop in the locker room now and again throughout the years and rick Tockett took her picture and put it at his desk and underneath it he wrote and not kidding he had it behind his desk it said, work hard, have fun, or, or skate hard, have fun. And that be kind of came his mantra That's as awesome. he coached this team. And so he meant a lot to the people inside and outside the, the locker room. Um, she, her, her light truly did shine. And so please support this cause if you can. Yep, absolutely. Um, and Petey, you have 
I guess not a cause, but yeah, like a, I mean, I guess it's a cause. We want to support the growth of hockey in Arizona. Sure. We talked about um, this the growth of girls hockey. Well, there's also a huge growth in high school hockey. Yeah, it is. And the high school hockey tournament's got it's a big weekend right now for the high school hockey in in State of Arizona. They're having their their play ins right now. It's for the teams that will actually make the tournament. So there are big games tomorrow. They are actually in regular season ends today. And then they'll have their playing games tomorrow. I will tweet out the matchups because they won't be games won't be completed until nine o'clock tonight. Games are tomorrow in Scottsdale and Chandler to get it to the quarterfinals, and that all culminates in a final week, a week of games at the Mullet. They're going to have games Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, and or Sunday, excuse me, Sunday night, February fourth. The D1 State Championship of the Arizona High School Hockey Association. I'm going to be there. I'm actually calling the game on YouTube. Um, can't wait. Uh, this this is the parody in this league. There's a lot of teams that could be there for the finals. Please get involved and support this hockey. I'll follow S. Peters Hockey. I'll be tweeting all the matchups. We're going to start interviewing coaches and players and anything you need to know about high school hockey. Um, stay tuned because it's coming here at PHNX and on my Twitter. Absolutely. So we, uh, you know, love love to grow the game and cover the game. And you get to see the mullet. And, and I'll tell you yeah. this: on semifinal night, it's a Thursday, two semifinals mm-hmm. of the Arizona State high school hockey game, followed by the late game of the night is the ACHA Sun Devils playing uh, Grand Canyon University. Oh, at the mullet. So That's it's going to go semifinal one, semifinal two. ACHE Sun Devils versus ACHA Sun Devils versus uh, Grand Canyon. All three games, all three games back to back to back, ten dollars. Wow! And you can see all three. By the way, one la- ticket gets you in all three. Last year, the the game was electricity. The championship game. Championship game overtime. Overtime. So it is good. so much fun. If you want to see kids playing just for fun, not for the money in the game. And there's game, no, the NHL's oh off that week. Like, it's the All-Star week. Yeah, there's no games. The All-Star game so Saturday. Get, this is Sunday. Get your hockey Go. Yep. Honestly, go. The championship game is unreal. And they're selling suites and ticket packages. And, and you can actually get your game, tickets for, for the championship game on Ticketmaster. The ticket's at the door for the other games. But, but you buy a ticket for one, you get to see all the games. So so definitely go. And I tell you what, that, that championship game last year was awesome. Unbelievable. It was an event. There's going to be music and food and all kinds of stuff going outside the arena. So anyway, I'll keep, stay tuned to PHNX. We'll tell you all about it. Yes. ASU still has ACHA. Um, yes. They they have Division One and I think Division Two or Three. And then they and also yes, have, they also have, yeah, GCU has an ACHA. U of A, U of a has ACHA. Um, and then there's also a women's team at ASU as well. So Look, look at Nicholas, uh, Mountain Ridge High School. They're in it. There, there's a Go lot Huskies, of things. Centennial's Horizon been Huskies. good. Horizon's okay. Pinnacle's struggling. Pinnacle's going to have to get a play-in game. Uh, Notre Dame Saints are always around it. Desert Vista is always around it. So we'll see. Stay tuned here. Well, we like to you know bring full coverage to PHNX. Uh, we had a blast today, Petey and I, in our Discord during the first we intermission. Did. We did a live Q&A. The questions were buzzing. Yep. Petey, we were typing away. But it was a lot of fun. I love interacting with the diehards. Um, and we're going to continue to do that Something like that, either on video or just yep. constantly on constantly by text. Stuff. Weekly, PD did a diehard only breakdown of things to look for in this game. Basically, broke down Nashville Predators video. That's for diehards only. Craig just published his prospect report. That's for diehards only. You get twenty percent off merch. There's also diehard only merch on the site as well. You yeah. might not know they have a, there's a zip up just for diehards. Yep. So I have that zip up. Yes, you do. I, do. Check. I didn't wear it today, though. That's okay. Too, it too was warm. a little warm today. A little warm today. Um, check it out. Go phnx.com slash diehard. Become a diehard. Join 
the family. You also get 20% off on events, including our upcoming putting party, which is going to be a freaking blast. It's this coming Wednesday. Um, The Coyotes do play, but the Coyotes play on the earlier side. So I think you'd be able to make both. And you know what? I'm sure they could turn one TV to the Coyotes game, but don't tell them I said that. Um, Wednesday at 630 Ticket gets you unlimited beer and wine and unlimited putting. Plus, you get to watch the game with the PHNX Suns crew and other Suns diehards. So it's worth it just to go see the game with Flex. Oh, my God. Flex is amazing to watch games with. Oh, my God. He's got some juice. Oh, yeah. Flex is, Flex is full of energy. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Worth All the right. price of admission. Um, PD, any final thoughts on this game? Uh, a must win for a team that that's really trying to hang around the playoff picture. I, I think they put in 50 good minutes today. I, I, I still, the starts, they still got to continue to work on, but with the goaltending like they had tonight, they were able to get past that. This was a big test for them. The Nashville Predators have been playing really good hockey. They just beat the LA Kings, and this was a big win for the Coyotes. But it doesn't mean anything if you don't follow it up with another great performance yeah. on Monday night. Absolutely. Well, we'll wrap things up here by taking a look at the punch card, which needed a mu- needed green. Oh, it, it needed green. No green. On yeah. That. Oh, finally. Been a minute. It's, it's really been a minute. And I think I would feel better about this particular line. That's been a bit of a tough go here. Uh, a tough stretch of nine games uh, if that that 45 yeah. mark also ended in a check. So big matchup this Monday against Pittsburgh. That will be the next time we're live on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel breaking down that one. So be sure to subscribe. There's four games next week. We'll be live after every single one of them. Again, PHNX Sports on YouTube. Subscribe and make sure you subscribe because there's tons of extra video content on there as well, not just the live shows. Um, and if you're just an Arizona sports fan in general, you get all the great content from D-back, Suns, Cardinals, ASU, U of A, et cetera. Um, so definitely check that out. And also subscribe wherever you get your podcasts because we have audio only episodes dropping weekly. Connor Garland this week, Steve Pop in the week before. We have a ton of guests lined up for the coming week. So you want to make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're already subscribed, hit the little five star button. It takes two seconds and it really means a lot to us as well. Um, but in the meantime, everybody, you can follow us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Abraka Danielle. And you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. It's still early in the day. Enjoy your Saturday night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we will see everybody on Monday.